You break my record. Now I break you like I break your friend. Welcome to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? I hope you had a good meal because here is your dessert. I'm your host, Chris Compton. Let's get into our review and breakdown of Bloodsport from 1998. For centuries, the Society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat known as the Kumite. Open only to the world's most lethal warriors. It has never been won by a Westerner. You are not Japanese. I can do it. Now, for the first time, the true story of America's super agent, Frank Dukes, can be revealed. Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. I'm going to Hong Kong. Frank is going to fight in the Kumite, and we're here to stop him. An awesome human weapon. There is me just looking at it. Who infiltrates the Chinese underworld. I did not come this far to stop now. Take him. To enter a forbidden competition. Couldn't you just get me in? Strict rules. No press. You're telling me you never break rules? Where every fighting style... Every worthy opponent, every deadly technique, clash in savage combat. Time to separate the men from the boys. And only one will triumph. Now I will break you. International martial arts sensation Jean Claude Van Damme in Blood Sport. The true story of the ultimate champion. Joining me today is one of my best friends and returning for the second time, Dan Sakulich, a.k.a. Sack Lunch. Welcome back to the show, man. You know, I just, I'm a glutton for punishment, but happy to be on the pod, man. I absolutely love what you're doing here and love to be a part of it. Man, I'm glad I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're talking about blood sport. Welcome to Kumite, Dan. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> the description for this is blood sport follows Frank Dukes, an American martial artist serving in the military who decides to leave the army to compete in a martial arts tournament in Hong Kong where fights to the death can occur. Directed by Newt Arnold. So basically, this was his only movie. He had one other movie that basically like, didn't even have a movie poster. And get this, from there, one, one directorial movie, Bloodsport, he goes from first and second director for, from some doozies. And I'm just going to rapid fire them to you. First one, Godfather Part Two, Blade, Blade Runner. Epic. The Goonies, which is one of my favorite movies. That's, that's your movie for sure. Also, I think that's Yeah. Oh, I, lo- I love the one Goonies. Goonies yeah. never say die. And wait for no. it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of Views. <laughs> Formative years. Yeah. Well, like, that's, that's with Vanilla Ice, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't it's like. Turtles, don't turn Don't turn Oh yeah. my gosh! This guy—he—I feel like—I feel like he peaked. 
He was at like Bloodsport, and then he decides uh, I'm not going to direct, but I'll direct some, in some of the greatest movies of all time, and then go to Goonies, and then which is a step down but still great to TMNT too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But with with but without him, we don't we don't get Bloodsport. We wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be talking to you. We're not here today without without Kumite and Bloodsport. No. So I guess we need to salute Newt Arnold for his diligence <laughs> in making Bloodsport. Uh, top build stars Jean Claude Van Damme, and I'm gonna say Damme all the time because I don't really know if that's yeah. the correct pronunciation, but that's that's it for me. Donald Gibb, Leia Aries, which is the reporter, Bolo Young, who's Chong Lee, plays Chong Lee, and a young Forrest Whitaker. And he's coming hot off of Platoon and Good Morning Vietnam. Both epics as, as well. If you were to go six degrees of separation here, I, I feel like there would be a lot of Oscars attached to Bloodsport. Well, yeah, I feel like, I mean, what's the decision process for Forrest? It's like, okay, I've got Scorsese. I've got like these epic movies with great directors. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for this low-budget martial arts tournament in China in the the famed Kowloon-walled city. Like, what you'll, you'll you'll get into the budget right oh yeah i well i've got conflicting reports but yeah we'll get into the budget also in the not top build but also starring roy chow who was in temple of doom indiana jones in the temple of doom at the very first scene where they're in china and i always lo- love that guy in the, in that movie as a kid i was like oh man when i saw this because I've only seen this movie one time, if you can believe it. I really liked it, but I, for some reason, I never came back to it. This is the second time I've seen it. Well, I can't believe that, and you probably <laughs> won't believe that I've never seen Indiana Jones. But Any so of I the Indiana like Jones? Even, okay, I guess I, I saw one with Shia LaBeouf. Okay. But does that really count as an Indiana Jones? I mean, it's been the fans pretty much hate it, but I mean it is right. It's part of the, yeah. the saga. But I don't understand how you've only seen Bloodsport once, though. That that doesn't make any sense. To I me. mean, I can't believe you haven't seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, I guess those two cancel each other out, and we can proceed. I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We can. Okay. You're right. We okay. we can remain friends. You're okay. Right. All right. All right. So runtime. A tot, one hour and 32 minutes, uh, rated R. Genre on Rotten Tomatoes says action, comma, you'll get this. This is going to play into the next part of the pod. Biography, comma, sports (laughs) and fitness. That's what what Rotten Tomatoes says. Action, biography, (laughs) sports and fitness. So compare that to IMDb's action, biography, drama. And again, we're going to get into the biography bit later on in quotation marks. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of IMDb, the rating from IMDb is 6.8 out of 10 from 77,000 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critics gives it 40%, but only from 25 critics. And what do you think the audience rating is? 
song, got to be high. High. 74% from 50,000 yeah. audience reviews. 50,000 50, people are going on on their own accord and writing positive reviews about blood sport over the years. How, how many of the 50,000 do you think are men? Probably 49,000. <laughs> yeah, Maybe 40, more. 49,995. Yes, correct. There was a couple lesbians and, and <laughs> one super sweet girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll go in and review that for you, honey. Yeah, it's for sure like all all dudes. And they're probably us, like, you know, late 30s, 40s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all like, oh, what's worth yo's? Yeah. <laughs> this is man meat, man. This the, is just man meat. Oh, we'll get in s- some man meat in a minute for sure. There's some meats for <laughs> sure. So this brings <laughs> us to the box office hall. So I had conflicting reports. I got 1.1 million budget. Other reports say 1.4 to 2.3 million dollars. So low budget movie. And and this is crazy. So I got conflicting reviews or, or reports from Box Office Mojo, and I I always go there to find the box office hall, and it feels like they're always wrong, or at least they're because they say eleven million dollars it made, but Wikipedia says fifty million dollars. So there's a discrepancy of like forty million bucks. And then Did they put a time period on on either one. No, no. Well, and I saw another that's a, site. That's a pretty big gap. Yeah. There's a, a JCVD fan site that says $65 million. So we've got a range of 11 to $65 million. I'm leaning on the high. This movie was super popular when it came out in 1988. Absolutely. And, and I guess to, to that point, this director that is basically <laughs> his only movie, yeah. he comes out with, with no budget and just makes a gem, a money-making movie, and nobody hires him again. I can't. I can't believe it. Or maybe he, maybe he pulled a, a like a Jordan or Costanza. A, a Costanza, yeah, like where he stands up. Well, that's it for me, and walks out like I, I'm gonna. He's going on a high note. Like I, there's no way I can ever make yeah. hit this again. So I'm out. <laughs> Newt Arnold out. Blood is the pinnacle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I got some bad news for you, Dan. There is nowhere you can stream this right now. I had to get a copy I, of it and then yeah. upload it to my personal uh, movie collection that I, I can share for you to stream it because I couldn't find it anywhere. Other, I mean, you can rent it, obviously, but no, nobody has it. It's a travesty. No, and and it is a travesty. And well, what's weird too is um, a Telefini has some some of the older Van Damme movies. So it was a little surprising to me that I couldn't even find it on Telefini or anything. What did you say? James Gandolfini has a well, streaming service. What? <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay. It might be called something else in the U.S. Oh, here okay. in Brazil, it's called Delfini. I can't even understand you, Delfini. What? Tele, like telephone. Oh, okay, Telefini. Okay, uh, we got to remind the listeners you're calling in from Brazil. 
Yeah. Which is amazing. Which, speaking of, of movies, so I've been here for, what, uh, like 15 months. And because of the pandemic, I still have yet to see a movie in the movie theater here. Which they, they do it in... Um, in English, well, a lot of them, they, they also have it where they, they dub Portuguese, but a lot of the most popular theaters will have it in English with legendados or subtitles. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm super bummed because we talked last time about, you know, what's, what's your go-to mix when you go to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I have yet to experience what my go-to would be in Brazil. Because, like, look, if you get a hot dog here, they will put, like, little potato strings on it, corn, um, on, like, they, it's crazy what they'll put on some of the pizzas as well. Uh, At so the theater? I, I'm really bummed. Well, just anywhere you go. Oh, okay, okay. Anywhere you go to get a hot dog, they're, they're going to have you a place to put like corn on there and oh, and they, I'm going to throw one more fun thing out there and then we get back to blood sport. But you'd be amazed at the one item that, that they love to deliver with pizzas here. Okay. I'm listening. Mayo. Oh, bro. I feel like that's a, like a South American thing. Cause they like put my, in Chile, they put like all kinds of stuff on hot dogs. And one of them's mayo. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's insane. Crazy. All right. So wait, before we before we go back to Van Damme, Van Damme, you so the theaters aren't open yet in Brazil. They're not. No. Wah 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 wah. That's that sucks, dude. Is it bad? Is the is the Rona bad? Yeah. Yeah, it, it it is. Um so it's it's getting better they're they're at about 60 years old and older for for vaccines right now okay okay um but they were up like three weeks ago they were up around 4,500 deaths a day jeez so no but but theaters theaters are closed wow well I feel like it's good to know it's good I mean not to know that they're closed, but it's, it's interesting to hear the perspective of like what's going on and you know, it's real think that this is happening and we need to do our part to make sure we can do what we need to do. To well, help. And, and to tie it into, yeah, to tie it into, to what, you know, what we're doing here. I, it, it is such a difficult thing because for so many of us, the, the theater is has been such a pivotal piece to our lives, especially yours, right? And to be honest, mine, mine as well. Like I can't tell you how many times I've I've gone to the movie theater, um, and so it, it it really is amazing the, the impact that that all of this has had, um, and specifically to the, the entertainment world. Um, it's just it's it's really sad. I mean, it's delayed movies and it's also now forced 
Disney and HBO to start to release movies um, ahead of, of movie theater releases. And it just feels backwards to me. I, I just, I can't get excited for a movie unless it's released in the theater. I truly cannot get excited for a movie unless I see it in the theater first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've had the privilege of seeing Tenet in the theaters and uh, what did I see? Uh, Kong. And like, I can't imagine me trying to watch those epic type movies at my house. It just no, sucks. No, yeah, I'm, I'm. Well, and like some of the amazing movies that are coming out, like Top Gun Two and those types, like are those going to be released uh, ahead, or are we going to be able to see those in the theater first? Well, I bet, and so I mean, most places, most markets in the U.S. are are open. I know New York is still not open, and in California and areas like that, but. Yeah, I mean, some places will be able to see it, and I I know they keep pushing back like James Bond and other movies like that. But yeah, for right. sure, it's like right. It's, it's 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 hard. And my buddy works for or worked for AMC, and he he got laid off, and a lot of people lost their jobs. They're closing theaters. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, thank thank goodness for for all the the Reddit GameStop people that that pushed AMC stock through the roof and and kept them afloat. Oh, honestly, oh man, that was big for them. We interrupt this program. Important instructions will follow. Ever wish you had Benjamin Button's disease of the balls? With the Turf Chopper 2.0 from SmoothMyBalls.com, you can! Whoa, what's going on, Harry? Harry's our producer, by the way. What are you talking about, man? If your balls were the Hunger Games, your girlfriend would stand up and say, I volunteer as tribute! Really? Got Dirty Harry saying, Go ahead, smooth my balls! Like those smooth balls really tie the room together, man! Says the dude. Hasta la vista, hairy balls. Got Tony Montana saying, Say hello to my smooth balls. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Houston, we've got smooth balls. May the smooth balls be with you. Always. Yippee-ki-yay, mother smooth balls. (laughs) Okay, bro, stop, 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 stop. What Harry's trying to say is go to smoothmyballs.com and use promo code POPCORN15 to get 15% off your purchase. And maybe, just maybe, he won't do this anymore. No promises! Now, let's be real, this is a real product. Smooth My Balls reached out to me. I have used their product. It does work. It is designed for those areas that need a little more sensitive touch. It is a lifestyle choice, so <laughs> go ahead and reach out to smoothmyballs.com and make sure you use the promo code POPCORN15 to get 15% off your purchase. And it helps the show, so you're doing yourself a favor, you're doing your balls a favor, and you're doing the popcorn priest a favor. So go out there and smooth your balls! Let's, uh... Let's get into the hottest segment on podcasting right now. Should or shouldn't you watch this? I've got a special treat for you. We're going to be serenaded. 
<laughs> All right. Should or shouldn't you watch this? Top five reasons why you should watch Bloodsport. Number one, JCVD. I mean, come on, everybody. Number two, the first semi-real Mortal Kombat and the inspiration for the video game. This is, this is it. Yeah, dude. Number three, extreme leg splits, bro. I mean, can you tell me how many times we get to see JCVD's balls front and center? Yeah, actually, seven. seven oh, oh my gosh! Did you look it up? I had to look. I had to look it up. Seven extreme extreme leg splits. Right? Yeah. Incredible. But that's that's the thing, right? Alright. Number four. Egregious. Egregious JCVD muscular bulbous buttock shots are in this movie. This is a number four reason why you need to see this. What can you tell me what you feel about that? Like it's insane. You know, that's, I think that's the moment where I was able to find out when or, or how many flips that he actually did. When, you, you, when you're like, hey, I can't watch this guy's oiled body anymore. I need to turn <laughs> I away. <did> not. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, number five, Bolo Young as the villain. More on him in the in, in a moment, but man, what a crazy villain for a movie! It's and awesome. a man of few words. Oh yeah, he man doesn't. Few words. He doesn't talk basically at all. Like that's what I was trying. I was trying to do my best Bolo Young impression at the first, but <laughs> like there, I, I yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Dude. What? Uh, so can I just add like maybe number six? Yes, should be slightly bad dubbing that will almost remind you of like an old 70s karate movie oh yeah I the the, the dubbing is is weird there's so many times where you're like is he really saying that is someone else saying that or is he saying it being recorded and then played again like I, <laughs> right like is Bolo Young really saying those things or is somebody else saying that yeah, like, and then it's like in the beginning when when the kids break in the house, people talk about like it's it's really weird. But but again, I I think it adds to the charm of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here's an example of of what we're talking about. This is Bolo Young. He's walking up to JCV, JCVD right now. You are next. <laughs> what what? You are next. <laughs> you sound like, like a 1970s detective. You are next. You know? <laughs> I mean, he makes it. I'm glad he's in it. Like, there's no one else that could have played this part. I'm glad he... I mean, he's in this movie called Chinese Hercules. <laughs> and, like, he, okay. he he's he's it. I mean... It's crazy. It's like all the stars align for this movie to be 
awesome. Yeah. I mean, but he was an epic villain. Yeah, epic villain. All right, so I know we've kind of already spoiled some stuff. So disclaimer: every you know, spoilers ahead. But this is from 1988. So if you were like me and you've only seen it once or not at all, you need to get on it. Go go watch it and come back. Yeah, grow up. Yeah, grow, grow up. Grow up. Could have already watched it ten times. Exactly. All right, so let's move into trivia. This spawned three. I did not know this, and I I'm, I tried to look up stuff that I didn't know. There's three horrible sequels to this movie. Did you know that? I I knew that there was was at least one. Bloodsport two colon the next Kumite. <laughs> Bloodsport three and then Bloodsport four colon the dark Kumite. <laughs> like what the heck is that all about? When was the dark Kumite made? Oh, it was like ninety five or something like that. Like it was. Okay. It was like five or six years later when they were still trying to milk that for everything it was worth. Unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know when you want to get into this, but maybe now is the the, the time. But the autobiographical or biographical reasons that are, that are Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb state th- this is complete BS. <laughs> like well, I, I think I, yeah, I agree with you, but I think I think if we 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 run through that movie. And then handle Duke's ducks, douche, whatever it is at the end. <laughs> he is kind of a douche. I watched some clips of him, and he feels like for sure douchey. If you're listening, Frank, which you should be. Here's to you, buddy. Here's to you, man. <laughs> Sorry about being I, such can a douche. I, can I ask you? Yeah. I, I don't know what, what he actually looks like, the, the real Frank Duke. Does he have a mustache? He did in the in the olden days. Of course, he but did. not yeah, not now. No, but he for sure. Yeah. Every every picture that I saw of him and every video clip I saw of him, he's wearing sunglasses. And the latest <laughs> one that I watched a YouTube clip of him talking to one of his buddies, they're going into a VA hospital. So he for sure was in the military. Some of his exploits were, you know, not true, but I maybe he's got like a jacked up eye or something because he always is wearing sunglasses inside or out. So, or or maybe he's just been coked up from the last forty years, and um, because I I read that that he was only in the reserves, Marine reserves, correct, and correct, never served out of the country but but let's jump into the movie okay 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 all right where where do you want to start man like i it's so insane like the the kids dialogue at the first movie is so hilarious it's so bad (laughs) and they're for sure dubbed like jcvd maybe this is what i think well yeah i think he they took his voice and then they like they told him like, all right, Jean-Claude, can you like hike up your voice as high as you, and then we're going to like speed it up a touch and that's going to be your youth voice. Cause it's, it's so weird. It's, it's insane. Well, 
and and if you have any sports fans that that are watching, so so that opening scene, right? It's it's three kids breaking into a house. I guess that's not the opening scene, but well, yeah, the, the, one of the most pivotal scenes. And he's got a San Francisco Giants, which is a baseball team, hat on. Oh yeah, and then he has a New York Giants football jacket on. Yes. So I don't know if that was intentional because like two different sports and two different coats. Not many. Like it was just kind of random. Yeah, I read a, I, I, I read about it and also remember seeing that. I'm like, hey, is this, is this guy confused? <laughs> what team he should like? Yeah. So going back to his youth, like what, obviously he was friends with the sensei's son and then his son, his son just all of a sudden is dead. What, what happened to him? What the crap happened to his son? What's funny is I think you, you referenced this, but, but the runtime on it is what, like an hour 36 or something. Yeah. Hour 30, like five. Yeah. Yeah, and so like those opening scenes where they show all these different fighters training, and like I thought it did a really good job of telling a story in a matter of seconds. Oh like, man, the montage! Like, you could look at these people. Yeah, the montage. Like you look <sighs> at all of them, and you're like, oh, I know their backstory for sure. Yeah, I know all about these guys. You know, yeah, I'm pretty sure I read about them or something. Like you just feel like you know. Them. And then all of a sudden, it's these three kids opening a window and breaking into Sophie's house. Because they want to steal the sword. Like, yeah, don't stand there. Steal something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when they're recounting this history, JCVD, when he's older, has so much lip gloss on his face, dude. He looks so... He's- it's weird. He puts Edward from Twilight to shame as far as shining. Oh, like his oily and body yeah. butter skyrocketed during this filming. <laughs> Lip gloss and body butter were just off the shelves in San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so we don't know why the son's dead. Like, do we know? No, but we do know. We do know why the rest of his family's dead. I don't remember that. Hiroshima. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just didn't know. Like, I love how his son the old died. movies just just throw like the most drastic <laughs> scenarios at you, and you're like, yeah, like I'm not really affected by that. Where now, if you were to even bring up like January sixth Capitol riot, people have PTSD over it. But, yeah, but these guys bring up Hiroshima. They just <laughs> gloss over it. They're just like, "Oh, FYI, this," and you're like, "Whoa, okay, whoa, okay." And they're just moving on to you know blind fighting and his his wife ogling JCVD, bro. That lady wanted to. <laughs> mate with him at the dinner table she's looking at him like oh she wanted to be his toast i really i'm so happy you train young jcvd (laughs) please bring him over every (laughs) every day (laughs) but i will give it to the the director again it, it was amazing training 
uh, scenes through, throughout. So, so JCBD, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm probably going to giggle every time I hear JCBD. I just but, can't. Maybe but, I should say Jean-Claude or Van Damme. I'll, I'll just go Van Damme. I, we, uh, we'll have a... <laughs> yeah. JCBD. So, so I, I guess, how would you tell the story? So he, he breaks into the house, gets caught, gets caught, then he's supposed to train with the, the son, but... The son dies. supposed to only be... Yeah, the son did die. And the son wanted to to participate in the Kumite. Maybe you should talk about what the Kumite is. Yeah, Kumite is, I mean, Mortal Kombat's topical right now because it just came out in theaters, but it's basically Mortal Kombat. I mean, that it's a tr- yeah. tournament to the death. It, well, not everyone has to die, but it's, it, it's full contact uh, ter- fighting. Any fighting style. You know, you got the Muay Thai, you got the whatever the, what's the one from Brazil? The, where the jungle man, like, f- crawling around? Oh, are you talking capoeira? Capoeira, yeah. That, like, any kind of fighting style, like, that, it's all, all in, right? That's, that's, that's yeah. the kumite. <laughs> I think that guy, I think you might be referencing the gentleman from Africa, that was fighting like a monkey then you probably couldn't have that character in today's world <laughs> he was just like crawling around as like the guy who was fighting was like what's this what am i supposed to do like kick him <laughs> he was messing around like a he was monkey fighting yeah he was he was monkey monkey man mcgee for sure yeah and i i don't i'm not sure if we referenced this earlier but essentially brought motor combat that was inspired by this movie yes a thousand percent i i even got some where is it yeah midway's hit video game mortal combat took huge inspiration from the film inspiration you know grain of salt there and even used a parody of jean-claude van damme for the character johnny cage who has a similar costume similar backstory and a familiar split punch and according to the game creator, John Tobias, they wanted to make a gritty game based on the film, and they did. Which, if you fast forward a little bit, and, and I'm sure there's some inspiration from this where like Street Fighter and Van Damme was in Street Fighter, but he wasn't Mortal Kombat. I found that it. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. The fighter, the Mariano guy, the Hossein guy, whatever the guy that that was like inappropriately it's there's some stuff in here that's <laughs> can't might not be able to get into but he was he was inappropriately trying to hit on the the reporter in the in the hotel this guy jcvd actually knocked him out in in the filming of the movie <laughs> and he and they kept On that accident? yeah they kept it in the movie he kicks him and he freaking knocks him out and and that's in that's in the movie when he knocks that guy out he's it that's real that's awesome yeah and i love that kind of stuff oh it's so great so we're since since we're talking about the tournament i looked this up this is hilarious so they talk about how uh bolo young or chong lee his like record ray jackson's like oh this guy he's the best he even killed a guy like he says, 
He said he had 56 consecutive knockouts in a single tournament. So let's do the math. Let's put our thinking caps on. In order to have 50... I knew we were going to end up on this. Oh, my gosh. I knew we were going to hit the same exact point. Well, I, I, I didn't okay. get into the details in my head while I was watching it, but I'm like, there's so many people in this tournament. We're not even seeing half of the fights. How many people are there? And then if this guy had 56 knockouts consecutive so some neckbeard did the math if you had 56 consecutive knockouts in a single elimination tournament you would need 72 quadrillion fighters to participate that's more than 10 times 10 million times the total human population of the earth <laughs> this, this i don't think that's Bro. I now now I feel like I want to be a neckbeard on the neckbeard. Well, yeah, like I don't seventy two quadrillion. I don't think that's that. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't do the you know Matt Damon math on this. I I just <laughs> I just know I I just know that it, it maybe it's not seventy two quadrillion. But it's for sure it cannot happen in one like tournament. He can't have fifty six knockouts. No. Like, if you if you have like not. that tournament bracket bracketology, like it's no, there's no way, man. It's hilarious. There's absolutely no way. And some of the the other things. So I guess this is where we 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 get back into the biography part of it. Okay. Right? Let's do so it. Yeah. This yeah. Why do you explain Frank Duke? <laughs> okay. I can't even keep a straight face with this guy. I mean, every time I heard it, I just thought of like taking a Duke, like Frank Dukes, and it, basically everything that came out of his mouth was Duke, Frank Dukes, just yeah. duking it up. So, Frank, in his book, he talks about being in the CIA as an undercover operative. So, and and that he went to this tournament. And he won in multiple, like his multiple turn, like trophies. He was only, like you said earlier, he was only in the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve. He never was posted overseas, let alone to the Southeast Asia, as he claimed. The CIA has no record of his ever working with them. His personal brand of martial arts, Dukes, or I, I can't, man, Dukes Ryu Jitsu. That's what he calls Ryu. it. Yeah. It's a complete fabrication, and Frank Dukes has likely never won or even competed in a single martial arts tournament. And he has never, or do, he does not hold any of the world records listed at the end of the film. Did you, did you see where he claimed the, the Kumite was held? Wasn't it like, didn't he say in the Bahamas? The Bahamas. <laughs> Damn, Come the Bahamas. On. Okay, so I I went down. This guy had to get coked out of his out of his gourd from like the, from the seventies to like the, the mid nineties. He was a cocaine cowboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's insane. And he, I know he was running around with all kinds of people in Hollywood. So for sure, and and this is mid coke pre AIDS. Like he's for sure coked out of his gourd and then he's probably telling these yeah. f fabrications to some screenwriter and the guy's like oh my gosh this is a movie 
He's like writing it down. <laughs> like keep keep him coming. <laughs> keep him coming. On a napkin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's another crazy thing. The, Frank Duke's brick breaking demonstration, purely fictional. He they call it the dim mock, which means the death touch. And it's supposedly, you know, a legendary fabled Chinese mar- martial arts folklore. The dim mock is like an acupressure attack where the attacker quickly strikes and it, it, the opponent several times in sequence and then it like explodes your organs. But this Which one is referenced in a ton of movies. Yeah. Yeah. But, th- but this makes it sound like, oh yeah, I had to break a brick through seven other bricks. It's total, <laughs> total BS. And I went down this crazy rabbit hole, which is so much holes, but <laughs> This guy, I found this like unofficial documentary about blood sport, and this guy Stefan Vaster Poppin, Vaster Poppin. I, I don't know. You can look up. He's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. okay. He he basically says BS like a thousand times in the like th- 14, 15 minute video. He claims that he was over in China when this was going on, and he attended the actual Kumite. And it was in like a gymnasium and there was like refs everywhere, you know, like, and it was full contact, but these Chinese guys who were in the, were fighting, they were so afraid to get hurt that they would dance around and they would never punch each other until the final round, the round three, the, the, the refs were so frustrated because there was no contact happening that they would, they would like force them to move in and then they would get one punch in and whoever landed the one punch won by default because he was the only one that had a contact. It was like the <laughs> lamest Kumite rep- representation ever. And it was supposedly real. And he was there watching from one of his senseis and cause he was learning, you know, Kung Fu or whatever the martial arts in China at the time. It's, it's crazy. All of it was just bull crap. Well, look, on our last pod, right, I, I kind of referenced, like, if, if you're watching, if you're watching these movies for <laughs> yes. a book report, yeah. or, or the reference as an encyclopedia, I, I, I would really recommend against it. Uh, yeah. It's man movie. I right? know, I know we, we're kind of... for man. Yes. We're bagging on it a little bit, but all that aside, it's so awesome. It's like... It's yeah. it's just dessert. It's just like so great. You can just watch it from any point. You're like, oh man, uh, this there's this part coming up. I, I'm I'm in. I'm gonna watch the rest. Yeah, you can pick it up at any point. Yes, at, at any point. And and look, the the last fight is is epic. And Chang Li is so great as the the villain in this. And here's one thing on the last fight. Okay. Yes. He breaks up this this pill and then pushes it in front of Ben Ben Bam eye in his eyes and he goes blind for the rest of the fight. And it's like nobody sees him doing this. Like not a single person is like, hey, that dude is clearly mushing stuff up in his hands. And all the white dust that I just saw. That came from that dude. <laughs> like, nobody says anything. But okay. 
bro. But, and hey. he was down there, hands in his pants by his balls for so long. Like it hangs on him and he's like, everyone's around like, oh, don't worry. He's just hanging out down there with his hands in his pants. And then he pulls out some crazy powder. I mean, was it like salt poison or something? Like, because he wasn't fully blind. They show him like, it's no. kind of blurry, right? Right. But, but I will tell you, like the, the scene where he goes, starts to, where Van Damme starts to go into his meditation and draws out that, that inspiration. Absolutely epic. Like, oh. Epic. Where, where he puts his hands to his eyes, slow bow and he's <laughs> screaming. Oh man. The slow-mo game in this movie is peak. Awesome. And awesome. the and the slow-mo shaking of Van Damme whenever he punches a thing or punches that guy in the nuts. Yeah. It's like yeah. I I felt like I was like, okay, I need to do this right now as well. I need to support and like shake <laughs> angrily as well. Like I felt like <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, yeah. It's so great. It's so awesome. Oh man. Well and and look, this this movie has I, I I wrote down my my components for epicness. Okay. Right? Okay. So so my my epic list is um training scenes. Like when, when he's training and again he's doing this and and he's doing these slow like Kicks and then he's getting hit by his sensei. So, so that's that's why <laughs> the, the scenes are great. Soundtrack. Oh my like, gosh! This is so late eighties. Just money soundtrack. I'll hit, is I'll hit you one money. right now. Like, dude. <laughs> it has okay. This is rivaling the three. These there's three songs, epic songs in this. And they are they better or worse or on par with Karate Kids, Joe Esposito's uh, You're the Best. You're the best. I'm around. <laughs> no, like I'm sorry. Like that that one if any time I hear somebody say you're the best, I immediately think that that song. A thousand percent. So but it's it's close it so soundtrack is money then he's got two sidekicks in this um with with the the little mr lynn that shows from around hong kong oh that guy's so great yes yeah i i wish i would have had more of mr mr lynn um and then obviously right he's the hero at the end he kicks the villain's butt and that's that's you need that for an epic but the last component that they absolutely just nailed in this is the the somber and, and reflective ride around the city oh just deep in thought after he after he here kind you of go. fights with with the one night stand here you go <laughs> yeah i <laughs> think <laughs> so, so, it's got every component for that movie. It's like the longest montage, and it ends with him on the 
tallest building in Hong Kong in a full splits on the edge. Like, <laughs> there's no way this one million dollar budget movie. He's got a, a rope. He's out there. One one bulbous buttock move, and that guy's we 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 got Dam's dead. He's gone. But, but here's what I love about that reflective part is he's, he's so upset because one of the competitors that he met two days earlier got his butt kicked by Chong Lee mm-hmm. and in the hospital in a coma, and then this reporter who is sleeping with everybody that she can to get into the kumite to report on it she's in the hospital room for some reason and she's like you can't go back and fight and he's like i got you janet <laughs> and it's like how did this sweaty reporter just turn into a wife and van damme's like i i'm headed to, to vegas for a bachelor party with the boys and she's like you can't do this and then next thing you know, he's on a bus riding around Hong Kong. It is reflective of this amazing soundtrack. Yeah, dude. Um, why is this guy riding the bus, man? Like, it's insane. <laughs> Especially when, like, the hospital's probably a few buildings down from his hotel. Correct. So, like, there was no point. He could have just went out to his balcony and, and had a couple of drinks and... and been reflected, so no, he had to go through around Hong Kong. Dude, the the bro, the bromance, the bromance was heavy, so maybe they needed that long montage to kind of release all that bromance tension, because it was when when they're playing the video games, it's like, oh, dude, give me a break, man. And I even I even noticed this. That in the last scene, so you're talking about pro man. These two competitors who literally just met a couple of days earlier, the, the guy who got his butt kicked is laying in the hospital bed with a huge bandage and, of course, one little bloody mark on the top, <laughs> like it's from some high school play. But, but he's like, whatever you need, bro, wherever you are, I've got you. And then Van Damme says, I love you, bro. I love <laughs> like, you. Wait a minute. He actually says, I love you, but then, like, uh, I mean, I, I believed him. The whole rest of the movie, Van Damme's the worst, got the worst dialogue and acting. Other than when he's fighting, he's, he's amazing. But this okay. moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I, he loves him. He will do anything for him, wherever you, wherever you need. I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> it hit man, me, man. Those it, are it was the type good. Of guys I, yeah, those are my type of guys, right there. <laughs> yeah, where's my Ray Jackson? They had all the components. Exactly. <laughs> they had all the components, though. That's that's why I think that we're we're both going to be fairly close in agreement. Yes. Okay. Well, I I got a couple of beefs before we give our rating. Okay. Um, the Kumite rules are knock out uncle or throw him out of the, out of the crazy, amazing mat mat that's like angled and cool and white so that you can see all the blood. Best, best tournament ring 
ever made, but ever. So you got three 100%. rules. Why why do we need a ref? Why is there a ref so close to all the fights? It's full uh, contact. We you you can kill them if you need to. Oh, you can do whatever. Like yeah, what? Damn, destroys nuts in this movie. Multiple, multiple blow blowing nuts out. And and why do yeah. we need a ref? No baby. Tell tell I me why do we that. need refs? All right. I, maybe he is a healthcare professional, but other than that, no. All right. My so next. It's a good beef. It's, good beef. it's a good beef. Next beef is don't mind us, a tall black guy and another white guy, both in suits, and the only blonde girl in the place who's frequently pulling out a mic, like a little tape recorder. <laughs> Don't mind, don't mind us three. Yeah, this secret match that no one's supposed to know about for hundreds of years. But don't mind us. We're in the front row, mind you. No one, don't. We're we're cool. We're 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 supposed to be here. Like, yeah, <laughs> other than on the mat, they're they're the only ones of any other particular ethnicity in the whole place. Yeah. So and okay. Also, why why does why does the military want him so bad is is he some kind of james bond like why are they so adamant about bringing him home i didn't get that at all yeah i did not either like clearly they developed him into a, a special fighting force for for sure remember it like uh, our <laughs> real friend the dukes right yeah <laughs> dude remember when he's in I don't know what whatever branch of military, and he's like, "Just one more, man. I ain't gonna do it. Take a shower." And <laughs> and the guy follows him into the shower like he's gonna hang out with him while he's taking a shower. And Van Damme's split to China, like it's, <laughs> it's like they can't catch him. It's like, oh man, we lost Van Damme again. We lost we lost Frank. He gave us the slip. He gave us the slip in the shower. We really need him back and for what his about the duties. Epic tasers. Yeah. Oh, dude. The, the epic tasers were amazing. What? Those like were. Dustbusters from the 80s. Oh, those are in giant. The size of like a dust. Yeah. Exactly, a dustbuster. I wanted yeah. it to go off. Like, I wanted it to happen. Oh, it did. They, he, With, he used it on the, the yeah. guy to the, to the left of them. Yeah, the two the two cops. The wires came out, and he pulled the <laughs> the trash can lid, and it deflected it over. I mean, look, man, like like Van Dam is is a skilled a skilled martial artist. Uh, oh, um, which, like, in, in like, truth, though, his skills really are impressive. Unbelievable! Like I you s- can you can tell that he has worked his entire life in, in martial arts. And it's impressive. Arguably, he depicted Frank Duke's life. He is better than Frank Duke's. Like, he's the be- he's he should be the Frank Duke's. Like, Easy. Like, come Easy. on, man. Like, there's only one Frank Duke's, okay? Yes. Take it easy. Okay? <sighs> <sighs> but you will. Yeah. 
Okay, so those are your only two beefs, and then we, we kind of added a, a couple others. Yeah, we kind of we sprinkled a little, little, bit, sprinkle a little bit of bacon bits on some beefs on top, but yeah, that, yeah. that, was, that was it. Bacon beef. All right, man. Let's All get right. to the rating. Let's let's do this. What what's your rating? Um, I I would give it a, a solid three and a quarter out of four stars. Okay, I like it. I can't I can't not do it. Golden bucket, dude. It's so good, man. You're going golden bucket. Yeah, for sure. Like, I I I can just sit down and watch this at any moment. I could watch it probably back to back and I would be happy. It's just so fun. I realize that there's some people out well, there that, you know, the, the two ladies that reviewed it on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes, like <laughs> I hope there's more yeah. of those out there, but for me, it's, it's, it's top, it's top notch. Well, the beauty of it was is like on, on, on any given Friday, in the nineties or like a Saturday night at 11 o'clock, if you tune in to like TNT or TBS or USA, there was a chance that you were going to see this. Or like Spike, Spike TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's so money. I, I'm with you. It doesn't matter what part I start watching it. I, I can continue to watch it. I just, for a golden bucket, man, I'm, I'm new to this. So I feel like I've got to be super judicious with, with my golden bucket. Yeah. I, How I'm, many golden buckets have you given out? Quite a few. I, I'm missing the most <laughs> of your, your pod. I, I don't do it all the time, but like, I feel like I, sh- I should, I should tone it, tone it down a bit, but man, it's so good. I just love movies. Like I'm not like those guys who are like, well, I, and I had a lot of, you know, criticism of the movie cause it's, it's hilarious, but I just, sure. I just love like, I have, I, we all have life. And we talked about this last time you were on the pod. It's just like, this, this makes me happy. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's an escape. Like B for uh, B. You know, it's great. Anytime, yeah. Anytime that, that the world goes into a recession, movies are the most popular. They, they, like that is where most, discretionary income is spent uh is is on movies and yeah. there's a reason so i'm with you like i i refuse to get locked in the nuances in 99 percent of the movies that i watch like i just i can't get locked in the nuances yeah. i just want to be entertained and this kicked but yeah I, it just man this is fine and i wonder i wonder how many people like went out and joined karate. Oh, bro. Frank Dukes is karate dojo was probably splitting at the seams, bro. (laughs) That guy was making money hand over fist for years, years, decades. Probably. He probably still is making money on it. What? Oh yeah. I said it supported his toe cabin. There's no way he's still alive. No, he's alive, and probably that's why he wears sunglasses because his eyes are melted from from doing so much coke. <laughs> it's it's insane. He's literally alive. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Now I know what I'm doing for the rest of the night. Yeah, <laughs> looking up YouTube videos of Frank Dukes. I need to know about Frank Dukes. Like I already know a lot. I feel like I know him. You know. I feel like uh, well, you know a version of him. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Any parting uh, thoughts? No, it was good movie. Um, watch it. Like, enjoy it. Get get your popcorn, peanut M and M's, and cherry coke, mm-hmm. and uh, just just enjoy the hell out of it. I, this is just man movie. And it's the type of movie that I wouldn't even be embarrassed with getting a bunch of dudes together. And oh man. But like the expendables, if, you know, if somebody pops a shirt off during the filming or, or during the screening, it's fine. Oh, Steve took yeah. a shirt off. That's cool. Let's keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even care if some dude was just randomly flexing muscles while watching this movie. I'd be like, yeah, I feel the same way, bro. I mean, I really want to shake uncontrollably while I punch something. Yeah, I'm in. (laughs) Uh, It was was good. And, you know, I guess my my parting thought is I'll follow up on what I said last time. Dude, I I continue to love to to see what you you do. I I listen every single week. And and I love being part of this. And I love supporting you and all this and love to see what you're doing. So keep just keep going. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm gonna keep going because I love I love it I love movies I love sharing the the joy that I get from it and hopefully it helps somebody out there just have a, feel good and have a good time and that's what we're about. Yeah, that's oh, great, man. Uh, again, appreciate being on the pod, brother. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. Second. <laughs> Absolutely. With that. Absolutely. As always, hit me up on the Twitters or the Instas if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest, at Popcorn Priest. I respond to every tweet, every hashtag, every comment, and post. Let us know if there's something you'd like us to review. Also, if you enjoyed this or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe so you can get a notification on our newest episodes. Much appreciated. Also, in conjunction with our 60th episode a while back, we started a patreon account so if you want to support the the channel support the pod go to patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and throw a few shekels at the priest as always thanks for listening this has been should you watch this with the popcorn priest and for dan again thanks for joining us we'll see you next week